1: As we all know, elections matter. Mm -hmm. And when folks vote, they order what they want. Uh And in this case, they got what they asked for. Yeah. I went off
2: script a little bit.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You're gonna hear that one a lot today, baby. (laughs) Good morning, it's 507. My name's Trey. Hey, right over there is Don. Right over there is Chris. There's Elaine. Hey, everybody. 210 599 5555. It's voting day in Tejas. We, we get to go first. Ha 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 ha. As it should be. As it should be. We should go first. What a best freaking state in the nation. Are you kidding me? This is where it all begins and ends, right here. So. It's awesome. Early voting. I, I got a couple of random thoughts, and then I'll share with you some concrete stuff, and then we'll get on with getting on here. Early voting, the Dems, 50,000, approximately. GOP, 47,000, approximately. Good job, Republicans. I got to give you a little a boy. The well, last election, GOP was 10,000 behind the Democrats. This time, about 3,000. This is Bear County numbers, by the way, Bexar County. Uh, Another random thought I had, Cuellar got the shaft. Don and I were talking about this off the air. You know, Henry Cuellar, good guy. And I know he's a Democrat, and I'm not supposed to say Democrats are good guys, but this guy's a good guy. And here's why. He's honest to himself. He's not a lying, cheating scumbag like most Democrats are. And what's happened to the Democrat Party is that they have gone so far to the left and so radicalized by AOC and Rashida Tlaib and the whole squad thing. They've radicalized this president, and they're using this president against the United States of America, this administration against the United States of America. And every everyday citizens like you and me who get up, put our boots on, and stare at bre- red brake lights every morning at this time, they're using this president, this administration against you and me. Uh, and we're going to talk more about the oil situation and – you know how we're getting it royally over all that but henry cuellar did not buy off on that uh, tulsi gabbard did not buy off on all that i told you yesterday tulsi spoke at uh cpac over the weekend um it's not that tulsi has really changed all that much she really hasn't i mean there's there's a couple of places where she's become a little more conservative in her thinking and her words but really she hasn't really changed all that much it's the Democrat Party that has changed a bunch. And the same is true with Henry Cuellar. Cuellar is like a JFK kind of guy. And he's got the D after his name because at one time the D got you elected along the border. But guess what? It doesn't anymore. Donald John Trump changed all of that along the border. And then, of course, when Joe Biden came in, and he collapsed the border and got rid of the border. All that changed as well. And now Republicans are leading all along the border of Texas with Mexico, if you can believe that. But K. R., Cuellar got the shaft from the Democrat swamp when they sent the FBI in and this whole fishing expedition about a month or so ago. And what they were doing was creating commercials for his challenger, who is a far-left commie over there with AOC and the rest of them. And that's why AOC came to Texas. And a stump for her because they want to try to get as many commies in the Democrat Party as they can. It's, it is the Democrat Party of America today is not the Democrat Party of JFK. The Democrat Party in America today is a commie party. And that's what they ought to call themselves. Just be honest with themselves and call themselves a commie party. So if you go to the polls today in the primary and you vote for anybody who's a Democrat, you're voting for a commie. Now, at one time, that used to be inflammatory, and uh, I, I I know guys who were sued off for calling somebody a commie and all that. Today, it's a badge of honor for them. They are radically trying to reform and change the United States of America in the image of Soviet-style communism from the 20th century. 97,653 showed up early voting in Bear County again, in Bear County. Texas primary, as I said, we are the first in the nation right now. This is it. All 435 House of Representatives, a third of the Senate, are up for the grabs. We are one of 39 states with governors up for grabs. Bear County will elect a new county judge for the first time in 109,000 years in Bear County. uh, you got a chance to go for a new judge and then of course this is not the election i don't care what rosanna arquette says (laughs) she tweeted yesterday vote beto in get get abbott out vote beto tomorrow (laughs) all right well uh that's not how it works this is called a primary um the real election (laughs) is coming up november 8th now what could happen today and we can kick this around if you'd like to a little bit. What could happen today is a, is a runoff. If some of these guys, and I'm sure some of them are not going to make it to 50%, you know, get over 50%. So I got a feeling that some of these races are going to be a runoff. The Attorney General might be a runoff. Um, I, it, It's not going to surprise people to see the gubernatorial thing in a runoff. It's not going to shock people. Now, I think most, uh, if, if you were forced to place a bet and you were in Las Vegas, and they said, what is your bet? You might, They're holding a gun to your head. What is your bet? Most people would place a bet that Abbott's going to win this thing without a runoff. But you know what? I don't think that's guaranteed money. I think, uh, I think there are plenty of people. This thing is, here, here's what I'll say. This thing is closer than a lot of people realize, that after interviewing all of the candidates for governor numerous times, after going through that numerous times, I can tell you the response that I received and the emails that I received from you guys and others all across the Fruited Plain of Texas uh, would indicate that this thing is a whole lot closer than people uh, care to admit. Now, who knows, you know, when people step in the voting booth and they're thinking about the whole Buckley rule, which is elect somebody who's electable, right? Even if it's somebody who's not 100% in your camp. What you do is you vote for somebody. This is the Buckley rule. You vote for somebody. You support whoever is going to ultimately win. So when you think about that, okay, can, can West beat Beto? Can, can um, Prather beat uh, Beto? Can, can, can Huffines beat Beto? And, and all that. When people are going through that in their minds, once they're by themselves in the voting booth, they may go ahead and go with that. I don't know. I don't know. But I can tell you that in people's minds and in people's hearts of Texas right now, this thing is a whole lot closer than what they uh originally uh, might have thought you, you know just a couple of months ago going into all this and after my interview with the governor of last week uh the last ditch and pitch effort that he was making here for for your vote uh i got a lot of response about how shaky he sounded and even he sounded like he wasn't too sure like he he knows that some of these guys in particular, I think they're more concerned about Alan West than they are about anybody else. But all, all, all this and, and more we can talk about at 210 I also made a note to myself here. I don't know what it is, but, you know, I've been doing this a long, long time, okay? And sometimes you get a gut feeling. And my gut is just telling me, and I don't have, I can't tell you the, the research and the stuff to back it up right now, right? I'm doing some checking, though. Uh, my gut is just telling me we're not being told the whole story or the whole truth about what's going on with Russia and Ukraine. So I'm going to leave that there, and I'll come back and tell you what we are being told when we come back after. Talk that. 550 KTSA and FM 1071.
4: I know this is hard and that Americans are already hurting. I will do everything in my power to limit the pain the American people are feeling at the gas pump. We are whatever. This is critical to me.
3: Good Lord, it's uh, 522 at KTSA. I can't tell you how thrilled I am that tonight is the State of the Union address and how much I'm looking forward to it. I'm so happy I could, you know what? And uh Ryan, do you we remember that t- saying back in the yeah, day? we were I'm talking so happy about I could, that earlier. You know yeah,
5: I just... You I know, just you're going to order some pizza and...
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'll be what I'm going to do. Pizza and beer, and I'm yeah. going to have a good time. I'm going to have the party at the house. I'm going to have everybody right. over. I done moved out the furniture, and I've set up grandstands in there like we do for the Super Bowl party in the house. I don't know, man. I, would any of you guys, 210 uh, 599 would you mind too much if I just took the night off and didn't watch it and didn't have clips to play tomorrow? I wouldn't blame you in the least. All right, good. Uh, what What about you guys out there, 210 uh, 599 if I didn't, like, spend the whole morning tomorrow morning recapping the State of the Union address and playing all the clips, because they're all it's all going to be lies anyway. No, wouldn't mind at all. No, I, I know I that. <laughs> 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 I'm with you over there, man. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I just, I'm one of those guys. Now, call me weird, okay? Weirdo. Well, thank you. Yep. I'm one of those guys that I don't like to be lied to. It's just my thing, you know. I prefer if you're going to talk to me, you tell me the truth, and, uh, and, and even if the truth hurts, right? So I would respect Joe Biden. No, I wouldn't. Um, I, I would think better of the speech if he were to come on tonight and say, hey, you know what? The first year sucked, and the economy's awful. <laughs> Inflation is sky high. You're paying more now for your hot dogs than you did, ever did before. Uh, gas is sky high and going even higher. So it's going to suck some more, and uh, I I really don't have any answers for you. Have a good night. You know, I think I could respect that kind of speech. But I got a feeling what we're going to get tonight is I beat COVID. I said that how many months ago? I said that months ago, Mm -hmm. sitting in my house doing a show. And I remember going, uh, right before the State of the Union, they're going to get rid of COVID. COVID's gone, by the way. Uh, Even Google. You don't get any more far left than Google. And Google announced no more uh, vax mandate for their employees. It's over; they don't have to vax mandate anymore. And Google, Google headquarters in California, coming Amazon to Texas.
5: Amazon employees don't, and the warehouse don't have to wear a, a there, mask. There anymore.
3: you go. So, it, it, COVID is gone the day before the State of the Union address. What that tells you is, let me just tell you what it tells you. What that tells you is the past two years have been a whole bunch of bullcrap. <laughs> that's what it tells you <laughs> is that all these mandates and all this you you take this and you're going to be fired and they fired a bunch of people from major corporations they fired a bunch of people from from the military you do this or you're fired and now every one of those people that either took it under duress because they got little birdies at home they got to bring the worm home to or that uh got fired uh every one of them got the royalty because look Look where we are. Now you don't have to do it anymore. Well, all of a sudden, you don't have to vax anymore. I'll be a son of a gun the day before the State of the Union. Now now the real question is, after the midterms are over and they try to bring this back, how many people are going to comply? How many people are going to jump right back in and start masking up again? And, yes, we got vax mandates back everywhere and can't come into the restaurant unless you have a mask on, but you can sit down and eat all day long. That's watch after the midterms are over. This is all midterm stuff. That's all this is is midterm stuff. And, uh, because they knew they were going to have their butts handed to them in the midterms. and I don't know. If there's anything they do to turn around at this point. I do think they're done, you know, but we'll see, I guess, you know, anyway, uh, yes, at Google right before the election, you don't have to anymore show your VAX card. You don't have to be vaxxed to the max or anything like that. You can just live your life. They controlled you for two years. And now that the American people are waking up to the control, And the midterms are coming. It's time to let go of the control for a little while. Don't you like getting played? Hey, Daniel, you like getting played, buddy?
6: Good morning, Trey. Morning. Uh, I I, I depend on you every morning to bring me the good, the bad, and the ugly.
3: That's right. um, I'm the ugly. I'm the ugly.
6: Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, I I don't think it's a State of Union address uh, that coincides with the covid stuff you know leaving i think i see all these truckers heading to washington they don't want to have to deal with them they're going to ask them to turn around and go home
3: yeah that's probably true that's probably true they were you know what they're doing with the trucker thing too daniels they're putting they're using as an excuse to put that uh that wire fence back up around the Capitol. it's up it's it's nancy pelosi's kabuki theater you know
0: well, well too, bad they didn't, too bad they didn't send the truckers down to the border. Maybe they would put all that border wall up there. No all that joke. On the border,
3: no right? joke, man. You're exactly no. right. Hey, thank you, Daniel. Right. Have a good day, man. 210-599-5555. Uh, call in. Let's just rip about this for a little while. I know Chip Roy is going to join me a little bit later. What at i 636? Uh, and uh, he's not going tonight. You know what? If I was serving in Congress, I wouldn't go tonight either. I'd take the night off. And I tell them to have a good time because it's just going to be Joe massaging. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) It's going to be a big massage fest for Joe. (laughs) And I don't know about you, but if somebody's going to do that, they need to do that by themselves. I don't want to watch it.
7: Be connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM
2: 1071.
3: Two million six hundred thousand forty three. And I still ain't tired of it. That's how many times I played that song on this station when it was a number one record. And I still not tired of it, man. I can listen to that all day long. Here's
5: something that'll put it all in perspective for you. What's that? That song is forty years old this year. Yeah, you
3: suck. for doing that man every chance you get (laughs) yeah yeah, i know (laughs) that's why i love you right you know i love you keep it real (laughs) elaine does the same thing to me man she comes in every morning she got to kick me four times before everybody's before everything's right you know what i'm saying come here okay it's like a dog come here gonna kick you across the room (sighs) okay so um that's why i stay in here yeah that's the safest place i'm not messing with that come on that's right well that's why i keep the ac in here down to zero because that keeps everybody out right lane walks in and says i'm not coming in there anymore too cold yep um so i was watching a little bit of gutfeld yesterday on the on the five and uh he said that uh you know he's got a personal connection he said his his mother-in-law is in Kiev, kiev and um that he's trying to get her out and uh Jesse said, man, I'm sorry you got family in the middle of all that. I didn't know that. And he said, it's just my mother-in-law, no big deal. And he goes, that's a joke. It's a mother-in-law joke. <laughs> you, know, you know, gut-filled. It's just my mother-in-law, no big deal. Um, it is a big deal, and the fighting has been going on, and more bombing continuing. Daylight rises over Ukraine. Kiev still stands, according to Vladimir Zelensky. That was about 6.30 their time, and then the bombing began again right after that said he believes that Russia is trying to force Ukraine into surrendering by ramping up the shelling across Ukraine following their peace summit and uh, that uh, Russia only got tougher after the peace summit didn't uh, reveal any results. Uh, Russia has denied targeting residential areas, although they've been wiping out uh, residential areas, been bombing down, carpet bombing basically on uh, Kharkiv yesterday. A prosecutor at the International Criminal Court yesterday, The Hague, said that he is opening an investigation into Russia's invasion of Ukraine amid claims of war crimes. And for the second day in a row, the Kremlin announced that its nuclear arsenal has been placed on high alert following orders from Putin. Ukraine's ambassador to the United States accused Russia of using a thermobaric vacuum bomb yesterday i won't go into the weeds on describing it but it's intense heat it lasts longer than a typical bomb and it sucks all the oxygen out of the air which just basically anything in its it creates a path anything in its path is just pulverized and that means buildings humans cars are turned to dust instantly by this thing uh, if you saw the photos over the weekend of that truck or that tank rolling into ukraine and on top of it had that weird looking missile launcher thing that could launch numerous missiles that's the thermobaric missile launcher ukraine submitted its application to join the european union yesterday that's not going anywhere the russian uh, ruble crumbled yesterday select russian banks removed from swift people lined up to take their cash out of atms hollywood film studios said they're not going to release their upcoming movies in Russia. Disney's latest Pixar film and Warner Brothers' Batman, they announced yesterday that's not going to be released. Shell said that it's pulling out of the country because of the invasion. Oil prices, and you're going to hear more about this at the top with Don, went over $100 a barrel yesterday. Uh, the European Union banned Russian airliners from its airspace. Uh, Jen Psycho was asked about that. I, You know what? I, I may stop calling her that. In favor of Raggedy Ann. <laughs> if, if I just start calling her Raggedy I'm Ann, would you, would you know who I'm talking about? <laughs> no. <laughs> would you understand who it is? Yeah. I mean, everybody but, would get know, that, right? Yeah. Okay. So raggedy Ann, raggedy, she doesn't look like raggedy Ann. <laughs> yes, she does. Pippy Long, Longstocking. No, knows. no, she's raggedy Ann, man. That's raggedy Ann right there. All she needs is that little, uh, you know, denim <laughs> dress thing. You know, huh? No. And the, she got the red hair. She got the freckles. She's got the whole thing going on. Raggedy Ann. So, anyway. <laughs> what did uh, somebody call her? Peppermint Patty. Oh, wait a minute. JD calls her what? Raggedy Amnesty? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't just... know that. <laughs> that's yeah, hilarious. He, he
5: threw that one out there. A did he of really? Yeah. That's
3: great. Yeah. I like that a lot. Anyway, okay, so I won't do that. That's, that's too close to what he calls her. Anyway, Russian media. Is instructed in some countries, uh, or restricted in some countries, and some high tech products can no longer be exported to the country. The U.S. mission to the United States did confirm the expulsion of 12 Russian intelligence operatives yesterday, saying they abused their privileges of residency in the United States by espionage. What? Russians in America? Spying? Oh, come on. The next thing you're going to tell me is the Chinese are here spying. Come on. You're making stuff up now. The United Nations held its first emergency meeting in decades yesterday. Over 500,000 people have fled the violence since the invasion, most crossing the border into Poland, Romania, and Moldova. More than 70 Ukrainian soldiers killed in a Russian artillery attack at a military base yesterday. The U.S. and its allies have ruled out the possibility of a no-fly zone over Ukraine because that would mean direct war with Russia when we start shooting down their planes to enforce that no-fly zone now we're at war and it's world war three at that point u.s and europe though are still paying the kremlin one billion dollars a day for oil and gas i talked about this a lot yesterday we're not we're not stopping we're still buying oil from russia at a billion dollars a day meanwhile um Zelensky's approval rating climbed to 91% yesterday. That's amazing. That's a huge rebound because right before the war started, he was down around the 30s. A different poll conducted two weeks ago by the International Institute of Sociology over there found only 30% of respondents wanted him to run for a second term as president. Only 23% said they would vote for him if he did run uh, for president over there. So now he's up at 91%. Uh, The FIFA uh they have reversed their course that's the soccer international governing body and they have announced that russia will be banned from the 2022 world cup in gutter d schneider d schneider twisted sister said absolutely the ukrainians are welcome to use we're not going to take it they have been using it on the tanks and in their jets or wherever else they've been they've been blasting we're not going to take it from twisted sister and d schneider texted yesterday i absolutely approve of ukrainians using it my grandfather was ukrainian before it was swallowed up by the ussr after world war ii this can't happen to these people again and elon musk did turn on the starlink satellite internet uh, uh terminals and sent those terminals over there a big shipment of them by truck and he said you are most welcome for these and so the people of ukraine now have internet thanks to elon musk wouldn't it be interesting if Jack Sweeney ended all this, who is Jack Sweeney anyway? Jack Sweeney, speaking of Elon Musk, is the young teenager who started to post where Elon's jet was. He started a, a Twitter account, and he would post a map. Here's Elon Musk. Here's Elon Musk. Here's Elon Musk you know, in his jet and elon even texted but uh, you know tweeted back to him hey man uh you know i'd like for you to stop and uh here you know I, I think he offered him five grand or something to stop tweeting his location he said i don't want to be taken out of the sky and jack sweeney uh tweeted back i think something about if you you know uh, the, all, all the particulars are a little bit shady to me right now but anyway uh, 50 grand and you, you got a deal or whatever and he never heard from Elon again. Well, it's obvious Elon just switched to another jet. I mean, it's not like he only has one. You know. <laughs> so he just would he's riding in a different jet. But Jack Sweeney, with this website that he has, has now been offered big money by these other real tracking companies that really track jets. I I, I watch every time somebody that I love is flying, I watch them fly across the country. So he's now been offered big time. Well, guess what he's doing? He is now tracking all those Russian billionaires, those oligarchs, and he's putting their whereabouts up on the internet right now. So you can go on the internet and you can find where oligarch so and so and billionaire so and so and all that is from Russia. And if anything is going to bring a whole lot of pressure to Vladimir Putin, I think that's one. (laughs) Wouldn't it be interesting? Yeah, we stopped the war because this guy started to published where where our oligarchs were. All right, 599 uh, is primary day in Texas. We get to go first in the nation this time, as well it should be. And we'll talk a little bit about
8: that coming up. Beginning of the end of Vladimir Putin. Well,
3: I don't know about that. Uh, they are ruthlessly bombing Everything they can find in Kyiv right now. It's 551, Trey Ware, KTSA. If you'd like to say the Pledge of Allegiance on our show, we'd love to have you. 210-599-5555, or you can record it on your smartphone and send it to me, Trey at KTSA, Trey at KTSA.com, Trey at KTSA.com. All right, phones are open, 210-599-5555. At the end of today, who is going to be the Republican nominee for governor in the state of Tejas? Early voting. Democrats, 50,000 thereabouts, GOP, 47,000, but that's an attaboy for the GOP because the last election, the GOP was 10K behind the Democrats, and we know that the GOP steps it up on, on election day and turns out. So who do you think, when we're here tomorrow, is going to be the nominee for Republican governor we know the Democrat nominee it's already a foregone conclusion but the Republican governor uh is it Abbott West is it Prather is it uh Huff Hines who's it gonna be Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. do you think it's uh, gonna end up in a in a runoff now if it does end up in a runoff the special election will be coming up in May any runoffs that that will happen and I'm sure that there are going to be runoffs that are going to come out of this thing um I, I can't predict you know which races maybe the attorney general thing is going to end up in a runoff maybe it could be that the quay district is going to end up in a in a runoff because the uh, democrat swamp sure gave him the shaft big time a couple of months ago when they uh went after henry with the fbi so that they could make their commercials for jessica cisneros which was clear what they did i mean that's that was a very obvious ploy and the timing was very obvious on that Really, back in the day, people would be concerned, and they'd try to be covert and cover that stuff up. But today, they don't care anymore. It is it is slash and burn and get rid of anybody who stands in the way, you know, politically, mortally wound them and get rid of them. That's the whole thing. So uh, <clears throat> we are one of 39 states with gubernatorial elections this year, all 435 seats in the House. Third of the U.S. Senate seats are up right now. We call it the midterms. Bexar County judge for the first time is up in that first time in, in recent memory forever. So at the end of the day today, when we wake up tomorrow morning, who do you think is going to be the choice of Republicans for governor of the state of Texas? 210-599-5555. John, take it away, man. You're on.
4: Well, um... I don't know who's going to be governor, but I have an opinion about the primary elections. They're not serving their purpose. The governor, we spent all that money for the primary election, and the governor didn't come to the dance. There was no interaction other than uh, advertisements and and individual interviews. There was no interaction between the candidates. Now, we may have a runoff afterwards, but that's uh, not because the political people didn't try to diminish the primary elections you have this uh flooding of the field in the in the governor's race. It's uh, you even have Rick Perry listed on it. And that's that's
3: it's a different not, Rick Perry. It's not the same Rick Perry.
4: Exactly. Yeah. But it's confusing and it was sure. on purpose. You bet oh of course it was. Absolutely it was. Yeah. Well and well, I think the it's primary a f- is not functioning as it should. But well, I
3: think it's a fair point, John and I, I do think it's a fair point also that um uh, they, they didn't debate. They didn't have any you know, classical debates between the lead candidates or anything like that. That's a, that's a fair point as well, although I don't think the debates function as they should either. So there's something to be said about it. The whole system's just screwed up right now. It really is, from from get-go to finish.
4: Well, I don't know what the answer is, uh, only to keep on pushing on. Well, keep I can, on trucking.
3: Yeah, that's it. And I, and I can tell you this thank you, John. I can tell you this, what the answer is for the salvation of Texas and for the salvation of our country is and i'll say it again i'll say it a million times the conservative i'm not saying republican or democrat because to me party affiliation means squat doesn't mean a thing anymore as far as i'm concerned but the conservative or as i coined the phrase conservatarian that's a cross between a conservative and a libertarian the turnout has to be so overwhelming Choose your analogy, choose your term. It's got to be a bum rush or it's got to be so, it's got to be a wave, however you want to call it, but it's got to be so overwhelming that the mail-in ballots and ballot harvesting and all that crapola that typically goes on is not going to matter. Whatever type of tinkering around that they've got instituted this time, and they'll have tinkering around in November. You can take that to the bank, baby doll. There will be tinkering in November, and whatever it is, the conservative side has got to be so overwhelming in turnout that the tinkering won't matter. And if, if you can't fire people up to do that, if people aren't fired up to do that, then it, you know it's a, it's a lost cause anyway. It's not a lost cause today. Today's a good day because it's National Pancake Day. Now that in and of itself is a good day. So I would imagine my buddy Robert Fleming is already there at Magnolia and is already flipping the jacks. i bet you right now. But I sure could go for a stack. I mean, I haven't had pancakes in forever. So I think it's about time on National Pancake Day. So I know they got the uh, locations of Magnolia and whatever. Maybe you want to do it at, house, at the house, whatever. But a side of bacon
2: mm, mm, mm.
3: and a little triple stack. I'm not for all the candy. I don't care about all that pretty stuff. Just bring me some pancakes, baby.
4: Who have noticed this and want to be sure that he doesn't do anything crazy. And I am...
3: That's Ukrainian ambassador. The new thing is, is Vladimir Putin is crazy. And he's lost his mind. Anyway, 6.06, it's primary day here in Texas. Good morning. Trey Ware, KTSA with Elaine and Chris and Don and you... At 210 And hey, COVID's gone. Just like that. We woke up. And there's no more COVID. There's no more mask. There's no more Vax mandate. No, Google dropped the Vax mandate overnight. It's gone. COVID disappeared. Well... At least until November, after November ninth, COVID is gone. I mean, you know, it's gone until November ninth, And then it'll make a uh, roaring comeback, and we'll all have to get vaxxed again. You'll all have to wear a mask again. You'll all have to put a mask on your child, because you know your child is killing people if they're not wearing a mask. Karen will be back at the Walmarts walking around with the phone. Sorry, Karen, to the real Karen. You know I love you. Uh don and i were talking this morning do you remember the days when walmart had the arrows on the floor and you were told to follow the air? and people did it like if you don't walk this way covid's gonna get you if you walk this way then you're gonna be safe you have to go this direction to be safe from covid The nonsense of the past two years that was put on people worldwide, but primarily in the United States, all for government control and politics and not science. And the fact that Google, you don't get any far left than Google and how they operate and what they do and the whole one-world business that they're involved in right now and the whole reset crapola that they're involved in, all that stuff that Google's doing right now You don't get any more far left than them. And all of a sudden, COVID's gone. They don't have a vax mandate for their employees anymore. Nope, come on in. I don't care if you're vaxxed or not. Come on in, says Google. You knew this was coming because months ago I said right before the State of the Union, it's going to be gone. So that Joe can stand up and tell everybody at the State of the Union, guess what? I whipped COVID, baby. It's not here anymore.
0: I'm going to spend the day Googling the definition of
3: shill. (laughs) How about Googling the definition of BS, SNT? Because that's what the two years has been. It's all been a bunch of bull crap that they came up with to control Americans. And we told you that all along the way. So there you go. So now it's okay. You don't have to wear a mask. Your kids don't have to wear a mask. You don't have to show a vax mandate. Everything is just fine and rosy again. Because why? Tonight is the State of the Union address. (sighs) Um do you care i mean i really don't um it's going to be packed full of lies it's not going to be packed full of anything that's reality it's going to be joe loving on joe that's what it's going to be and it's going to be joe talking about how All this inflation was caused by Trump, previous administration this. He won't say his name, right? But he'll say previous administration this, previous administration that. Because they're psycho about Donald Trump. And so they're going to say stuff like, uh, he will tonight. He'll talk about the previous administration.
2: Predecessor.
3: Predecessor. That's another one. So he's going to say a lot of stuff like that tonight, but none of it's going to be true. And he's going to talk about how he is going to bring the price of everything down. Well, let me just remind you that he's the one who raised the price of everything.
5: Maybe we should create a drinking game for all of that.
3: All, all, every time every he
5: time lies? He, every, no, every time. Well, <laughs> <laughs> just start now. But every, but every time he mentions the previous administration.
3: <laughs> Man, we would be yeah. texting each other like you have to take the phone away. Right. Because you'd be like full-on just, drunk texting just taking, all night long.
5: Just take a shot every time he oh, says. Oh, it'd
3: be bad. It's going to be bad. Yeah. And and of course all the lies too because he's got no truth he's got none. But then you too can blame the previous administration. That's right. I'm drunk because of the previous administration. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here on my knees in front of the porcelain phone. Thank you very much, Donald Trump. You put me here.
5: <laughs> we come in tomorrow morning. That's right.
3: All hungover. I you know here's my deal. I I don't nursing know.
5: a major Trump hangover. I
3: really just don't know if anybody is going to miss uh not having clips tomorrow if i took the night off tonight and really just did my normal thing which was you know go to bed at a reasonable hour and get up at midnight is it going to be okay with you guys if i don't like throw down a bunch of uh joe biden clips tomorrow morning or do we have to like play joe biden clips incessantly no No. No, i know you're good with it i know you're good with it i just wonder if our listeners are expecting that i'll just have a bunch of joe biden clips tomorrow would you guys you know are you gonna miss it what's the state of their caring right yeah (laughs) (laughs) what's the state of your caring union two one zero five the
5: the thing is you know he'll wrap it up quick
3: uh, i don't know know about that yeah i
5: don't think he has i don't think he has it in him to talk for an hour and a half
3: well they'll jack him up on whatever they jack him up on they've done it before i want some of that too (laughs) but you you know know, how they um, do it yeah we're gonna what we're gonna be talking election i i think you're right elaine's typing up here we're going to be talking election results tomorrow. We'll be talking a fair amount of that too, because today is primary day. So, yeah, and I think we're going to have a fair amount of runoffs to talk about. Look, you're not going to blow me away or shock me with shock and awe if the gubernatorial thing in Texas ends up in a runoff. You're not. It's just not going to shock me. Mm-hmm. Now, I know that there will be a bunch of people to be shocked, but and I think that up to like a couple of months ago, people would have been shocked and shocked and awed by you know greg abbott not running away with it but i think the other guys came on strong particularly on this show right and i think the other guys had a great showing on this show and the governor did not uh last time i talked to him last week he was shaky you know and he still believed what he was saying but he was obviously shaken by the other guys primarily i think west i think west got in his head um I don't think he's really concerned about Huffines, you know. It's name recognition, and Huffines doesn't have that. And I don't think he's primarily, you know, at all about Prather. You know, who's who's Chad Prather as far as Abbott is concerned. But I think West got in his head and has him a little concerned about how things are going to go today. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You can call and tell us what you think, 210-599-5555, I if we, you think it's going to be close today at all.
5: I think we'll probably see a runoff in the attorney general's race.
3: I well. think that's, that's true. I, I do. I've been mentioning that, that um, you know Paxton has enough bad press out there, although he's done some really good things for the state. I think he's got enough bad press that yeah, I think that's gonna be close. I think the Quayar thing, I think that very well could be a runoff. Mm-hmm. I know that sounds crazy and maybe I'm wrong, but I I think they the Democrat D C uh swamp of, of the Communist Party in America uh gave him their their best shot a couple of months ago when they ran the, the FBI in there and raided his home so they could make commercials out of it and, and Cisneros did. She made commercials out of it. And then AOC came down here and pumped her up and they ran all these incessant commercials That made uh, Henry Cuellar look like a bad guy. And, folks, he's not a bad guy. I know he's a Democrat. I know that. But he's not today's Democrat. He's a JFK Democrat. He's a Tulsi Gabbard. He and Tulsi both are JFK-type Democrats. JFK could not run in the Democrat Party today. He could not. They would not nominate JFK today. There's no way that would happen. So, yeah, we'll have some of that. And Chip Roy is going to be with us at 636. He's not going to the State of the Union address, so we're going to talk about that. I think, I think Chip is going to win that one. All right. 210-599-5555. We've got to take a break. Come back. Take your calls right here on KTSA. We, of course, got the Ukrainian war and other news to talk about, too, so we'll do that coming up. Uh, my great friend David McGee and his team at Amagy Bank just want to help you. However they can do that, whatever service they can provide to you in banking services, that's what they're here for even if that means wealth building services they can talk with you about that too you know like a financial management type people and all that they have people on staff to help you with all of those needs Uh, investment strategies thoughts and ideas on where you can be going with your money right now to make even more money with the money that you have all those things Amegy Bank can help with they can help with refining of a of a current mortgage or if you're looking for a brand new mortgage for a new home that you're moving into they'll talk with you about that if you're in business of any type any size, particularly family run businesses. Nobody's better than Amogee at taking care of family-run businesses right here in the state of Texas with the cash that you're going to need, the business advice that you're going to need, and the connections with others that you're going to need to move your business ahead. They work super hard for you every day. That's Amogee N.A., member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Warm sunshine is
7: back. With News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071.
8: Hmm. out of his mind, yes, maybe so. But at the same time, he's being compelled by God. He went into the Ukraine, but that wasn't his goal. His goal was to move against Israel, ultimately.
6: Wow.
3: Pat Robertson. Okay. It's uh, 621 at KTSA. It's primary day, National Pancake Day. So flip one for me. Love to have one. 210 599 210 599 I don't know. Doing this for so long, sometimes you just get a gut feeling or an impression and i write them down every once in a while and sometimes i'm right sometimes i'm wrong right so i just wrote this down last night we're not being told the whole story or the whole truth about what's going on in russia and ukraine i don't just don't believe that that everything that we're being told is correct or the truth now i will tell you what we're being told right uh first of all there's a 40 mile long convoy that's headed into kiev we're being told that uh, we're being told that Vladimir Putin is just basically carpet bombing the area now and that he's using the thermo bomb, which is a superheated thing that lasts longer and basically pulverizes everything in its wake. Russia says they're not, that they are not targeting the residential areas there at all. This morning, just a few minutes ago, in fact, Zelensky, the president of uh, Ukraine, declared Russia a terrorist organization for bombing civilian sites. And a prosecutor from The Hague said they're opening an investigation into Russia invasion of Ukraine amid claims of war crimes. We talked about that quite a bit yesterday. Kremlin announced that its nuclear arsenal has been placed on high alert for the second day in a row. It's going to be just a a permanent status. And I believe that our our guys are always at high alert too, right? I think we're always on high alert or high readiness or whatever with our nuclear stuff. I think it's just a a state of uh, being with us, I believe. Ukraine. I, I heard that yesterday. Ukraine's ambassador to the United States accused Russia of using a thermobaric vacuum bomb. That's the one I was talking about. Uh, Ukraine uh, submitted their applications to the European Union. The ruble crashed yesterday. Select Russian banks have been removed from the SWIFT. We talked about that. That did happen. People lined up in Russia to get their money out. The oligarchs are concerned because now you can board a Russian vessel in the United States, meaning one of those yachts, and you can take it. (laughs) Well, not yet. Okay, let let me correct that. There's a law that's been submitted by the Republicans in Congress to allow you to do that. Hollywood Film Studios, Pixar and Warner Brothers are not going to release their latest hot movies over in Russia. Shell is pulling out of Russia, so that's a that's a significant deal there. You know I was listing Shell and ExxonMobil and Chevron here as being the biggest consumers of Russian oil, the you know the ones who bought the most of it. and Shell yesterday said we're done. So that'll be interesting to see how that happens. Make me feel good because that's what I burn in the motorcycle. European Union banned Russian uh, airliners from its airspace. Uh, <laughs> Howdy Doody's wife was asked about that yesterday. She said, no, we're not going to do that. Russian media is restricted in some countries. The U.S. mission in the United States confirmed the expulsion of 12 Russian intelligence operatives yesterday, saying they abused their privileges of residency in the United States. In other words, they were spying. So shock. We had Russian agents in America spying. I guess the next thing you're going to want me to believe is that China has agents here spying on us, too, like in our universities. Come on now. Get real. The United Nations held its first emergency meeting in a decade. Over 500,000 people have fled the violence. More than 70 Ukrainian soldiers were killed at a military base. Zelensky continues to ask for a no-fly zone overhead, and uh, we keep saying no, and I think rightly so. Because if we uh, say yes and we start shooting down Russian airplanes over Ukraine, uh, that right there is World War Three. period. So, U.S. and Europe are paying the Kremlin a billion dollars a day for oil and gas, and we're still paying them a billion dollars a day for oil and gas. Now, the World Soccer International Governing Body has reversed their decision, and they have kicked Russia out of the 2022 World Cup in gutter. And let me tell you something. Don't laugh about that. That's bigger than you think. It really is. A lot of these countries are swayed by what happens with their um, sports and their international sports. So that in and of itself will have an effect on what Vladimir Putin does. And, of course, the drumbeat yesterday that we heard the most about was, um, you know, he's gone crazy. He's bad stuff crazy. He's lost his mind. And, you know, that's what you see being displayed in Ukraine is that Vladimir Putin has lost his mind. And the more that he loses his mind and the more that he feels like he's in a corner and he's been backed into a corner now, well, you know how people respond when they're in a corner. And there's a lot of concern that he's going to push the big red button and wipe out half the world or whatever uh, as he's been pushed in a corner. This is all what the media is, is all telling us at this point. Like I said at the beginning of all this, that's what we're being told about what's going on. Um, I, I don't think we're being told all the truth. And I don't think that everything that we're being told is necessarily the way things are. Let me just put it that way. All right, 210-599-5555. Chip Roy is coming up on the other side of uh, the news. And coming up also, West Bunch from Bridgehead. And we're going to talk about the cybersecurity measures because there's been a lot of talk that Russia is going to reach out and get us. So what do you do? Pete, go right ahead, man. You're on.
4: Hey, Trey. Good morning. USA hey, Pete, good you- to hear from you, man good to hear from you too tw hey man um just want to let you know that um there's a couple of bloggers out there on youtube that are very interesting i've been following for a while and one of them his name is sergey or sergey and he goes by the name of Yushchenko show and he's really he's from the ukraine so in the past you would always talk about his life in soviet russia you know soviet union but he's now talking about you know his family in the ukraine And then there's another fellow by the name of Bald and Bankrupt, who's a British guy that's lived over in the Soviet countries, you know, travels through Belarus, Russia, um, the Ukraine. And these guys have actually, you know, gotten out more news that's very informative than what you would hear on CNN. I agree. And I mean, you got one guy, Bald, who's actually there in the Ukraine, and finally made it into Hungary.
3: I don't know the guys, and thank you, Pete. Have a great day. I don't know the guys specifically that you're talking about, but I think at this point we get a lot better information from a lot of these YouTubers and guys like that than we get from the mainstream media. The problem is who do you believe and what do you believe, right? That's a real problem on anything, not just that, but anything that's going on in the world today. And I remember uh, (laughs) – When Brent Bowler and I were doing the show here, we used to talk about that all the time because it was the beginnings of the internet. You know, Drudge was just very young and just getting started and all that kind of stuff. was just The internet was a baby at the time. And we used to have elongated conversations about who is going to be the arbiter of truth. How are you going to know truth when you see it? And today, we're at a point now, and what is that, 20 years, 15 years after he and I had all those conversations, you're now at a point now where it's hard to discern who's telling you the truth. Because I can tell you, a lot of, most of the mainstream media is not, right? So, God, it's a, it, it is a mess. All right, we'll take a quick break. Uh, Chip Roy is going to join me on the other side. He's not going to so 2 tonight, and we're going to talk to him about that. All right. Uh, this
6: is Jamie Markley. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. What
3: I want. All right, 637. Trey Ware on KTSA going to the Stevens Roofing Newsmaker Hotline. My friend and a guy I was very happy to cast a vote for last week, Chip Roy is joining us here uh, to talk about everything that's going on primary day in Texas today, but also State of the Union tonight. And I hear you're not going to go.
6: Well, you know what, Trey, um, you know, I, those those kinds of moments, right, those are the things you run for Congress, Think, you know, you go to the State of the Union, you want to show respect for the presidency and 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 be there with the body of your colleagues but I'm not going to participate in the ongoing theater that the Biden administration wants to perpetrate on the American people they've been shutting down the economy they've been mandating masks they're still mandating vaccines and now they come in the day of and they say okay finally we're going to get rid of the masks after you know 2 years And they're still going to make people get tested. And they've got a fence up around the Capitol. and They won't let the American people go to the Capitol. I'm not going to participate in that kind of theater. Uh, It's just not appropriate. I'm not going to take shots at my colleagues who do. But I just personally did not think it was the right thing to do.
3: I'm a million percent with you. If there's a way I can wiggle out of it tonight, I'm asking my listeners if they're going to miss the clips tomorrow morning, the sound clips, because if they're not... <laughs> I'm not going to stay up because you know it. I, I have no interest in being lied to. I, you know, it, it's like going in and saying, "Okay, beat me again today, boss. I want to be beaten." Uh, this guy is going to lie and lie and lie and lie. He created the problems. He's going to blame the previous administration. You know, my predecessor, whatever he's going to call Trump, and uh, and 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 the things he's going to lay out. You know, such as every worker in America needs to be unionized, is not going to help one little bit. So I'm not interested in hearing the man. I'm really not.
6: Well, and importantly, I'm not interested in continuing to perpetrate the lie yeah. that, what, that, that they're uh, going to completely avoid, which is what they just did to the American people for the last two years. I mean, I, I can't put into words what, what they've done to our kids what they've done to the psyche of this country, what they did to jobs, what they're doing right now by unilaterally disarming on, on energy policy over the last two years, John Kerry out there saying he's worried about the climate. Do you think the people in a bunker in Ukraine give two craps nope. about having a debate about the climate? Nope. When, when China has 1,100 coal-fired plants and 50 online, we have 250 total. And we think we're going to dent the climate crisis by unilaterally disarming right now and not producing massive amounts of LNG and gas so that Europe and the rest of the world isn't relying on Russia? I mean, it's just absurd what they're doing, and it's endangering people, and people are dying as a consequence of open borders. They're dying as a consequence of uh, tyrannical policies on vaccine mandates and mask mandates and lockdowns, and they're dying as a result of their uh, quest for unicorn energy policies that are uh, disarming our country
3: well, that's absolutely right and uh, the number one is is our border you know uh we're sitting here every day and you and i've had this conversation many times we're being overrun and what this is going to do is lower wages for honest hard-working americans across the board and it's going to also crash our economy eventually and speaking of crashing the economy, inflation, you know, at a 40-year high, he said he wasn't going to raise taxes on anybody making less than 400000 And by raising the price of gasoline and by raising the price of inflation across the board and everybody trying to buy just a bag of meat so they got something to feed the kids tonight, can't afford it anymore, that's the biggest tax increase that's ever happened on people making less than 400000
6: No question, no question. And, and, and they're causing it, right? They're causing yes. it by their energy policies. They're causing it by spending five and a half trillion dollars. They're causing it by, uh, you know, continuing to, uh, you know, d- d- have policies that aren't built around what's in the best interest of advancing the country, but it's in the interest of advancing a radical agenda, a purposeful radical agenda. And look, we can't have nice things as long as Republicans are afraid to fight. OK, and and l- let me give you a couple of examples on that. One, we saw what happened and in, 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 we talked on your show about the senators who Walked away from fighting on defunding Mm the next mandate. If Republicans don't stand up and fight, we can't have nice things. Give you another example. Last night, we had a vote on a so-called anti-lynching bill. Now, that bill was something I actually voted for in the first time in in my first term in Congress because I thought when I read it that it was specific to race and specific to lynching. Well, I dove into the bill. I mean, it's actually not that long, but I thought it referenced back to different statutes. And I went back and and traced it back. And and the bill is literally has nothing to do with lynching. It expands the federal authority of the Department of Justice to create 30-year conspiracy sentences for anybody uh, who is convicted of conspiracy to commit a, quote, hate crime, which includes things like dealing with gender identity. Mm -hmm. Now, Now, today as we speak, there's a member of parliament in Finland and a bishop in Finland on trial because they quoted Romans with respect to LGBTQ issues.
2: Mm-hmm.
6: Look, that's where we're headed. Right. And Republicans go around complaining about empowering the Department of Justice and the federal government and Merrick Garland, and they're going after parents for going after, you know, for, for complaining to school boards. That's what's coming. But Republicans last night across the floor, they said, well, I think this is probably a bad bill, but I can't vote against a bill called the Anti-Lynching Act. Yeah. Well, if that's the case, they've got you by the you, you-know-what. Right.
3: Exactly, you yeah. You
6: can't do that. We can't do
3: that. Well, and, 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 you know, we've talked about this before, but they're they're trying to, you know, accumulate more power in Washington, D.C. This bill that was thankfully turned back by the Senate yesterday that tried to codify uh, roe versus wade which is not a law by the way that's a court case and take the power away from the states what people don't understand about right now is if roe versus wade is overturned by the supreme court that doesn't ban abortion it sends it back where it belongs to the individual states for the states to decide i'm all about strengthening state power and getting as much power I- i'd like for you to not have a job in a few years chip and don't take that personally <laughs> i'd like to send all that power back to the states where it's back in the hands of the people
6: Hey, look, if, if I could pass a bill tomorrow that basically said the federal government, meaning Congress, is going to come in and we would vote only on essentially our funding of security, the Department of yes. Security, and that we would then balance our budget and then get out of Washington and we would block grant everything else or cut the rest of the federal spending and taxes, I would do it tomorrow. Yeah. But I mean, I would just say the vast – I mean, there's a few little things, but get rid of – send all of it back to the states. I promise you, though. Some of my state legislature colleagues would be like, wait a minute, you're going to block grant all that stuff back and wait a minute that means I'm in charge of all this stuff, whatever whatever it is education funding and all the things that we block grant. Yeah I mean that's what I think we ought to do. it ought to be state-based. They ought to reverse the ballots by the way, and we should be at the bottom. We should be at the bottom of the ballots.
3: I oh, love it. You know, uh, today is primary day, so before I let you go, let's comment on that for a minute. Our, our far-left paper here has has headlined the mail-in uh, ballots. You know, is running 40% behind because, you know, people couldn't mail in their ballots, and I'm one that if you just can't get out of bed or if you are serving our country somewhere, then yeah, mail in your ballot, otherwise show up. So in the last election, the Republicans trailed the Democrats in early voting, by about 10,000 votes. This election, that has closed up to 3,000. So 50K or, or thereabouts for Democrats in early voting, 47K or thereabouts uh, for Republicans. Um, I I happen to believe that there's going to be some more tinkering that's going to be done, whether it's going to be ballot harvesting or whatever in, in November in the midterms. And I happen to believe, Chip, that the red wave, or whatever you want to call it, has got to be so immense and so powerful today in the primary and then again in November to overcome anything that will be tinkered with along the way. We need to. This is a moment in time that we need to reach out as conservatives in this country and overwhelm the, the voting process. What are your thoughts?
6: Yeah. Number one. Right. There is one way to guarantee that your vote won't have an impact. And that's not to go make it. Right. That's 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 the one thing we know for sure. You have to show up to vote. Number two, you can't complain about the state of things if you're not volunteering to be poll watchers. If you're not showing up, especially in November. Right. And you're not showing up to monitor the elections. Make sure that they're being handled properly. We need them in every precinct in San Antonio. We need them in every precinct throughout the hill country, all across Texas. Go participate. Number three, Texas passed legislation that improved our laws. Number four, Texas was already better than most of the states in terms of how it was carried out, but we're not where we need to be. We know that there are are problems. So let's go watch it. Let's go pay attention. Then we can make changes in the law next time. But you don't walk away from our process of how we choose our leaders you go fight for it and that's what you do you go to the polls you show up you get everybody to show up you overwhelm people and then we keep fixing the processes but we're getting there i think and moving the ball in the right direction we pass a law atlanta passed the law i am not Atlanta. sorry georgia iowa florida passed laws to improve their voting systems and they're and they're happening all across the the states there's a lot of good legislation going on in states we got to remember that you said it before Go talk to your, your governors. Go talk to your states. Let's force change in the legislative session. Take over your school boards. Take over your DA's office. Don't let George Soros right decide who's going to be prosecuted. Go fight up for your for, and defend your, your cops in your streets. Man, most of this stuff is local. Most of what we do in D.C. is shiny. So uh, get out there and vote and make sure you're voting for the right people.
3: All right. Very good. Chip, thank you. Good luck today. The polls will open in 12 minutes, and we'll speak again very, very soon. I appreciate all that you've done. Thank you, sir
6: god bless ray take care
3: you too and by the way he's going to be our pleasure coming right up i want to tell you about lifestyles unlimited lifestyles unlimited is the real estate investor and mentoring group that can show you how to invest in real estate right now and begin the passive streams of income coming your way and you know what that's passive streams of income that will be ongoing can be ongoing for the rest of your life and something, a financial legacy that you can leave behind. Everybody needs a place to live, right? Well, your friends at Lifestyles Unlimited are going to show you how to be the person providing that place to live for those folks. You're going to learn step by step how to successfully invest in both single family and multifamily properties. Do what I did. Log on to com. You can watch it in the comfort of your own home, or you can go to an in-person seminar, com. Use my name, W-A-R-E, where, and get the Financial Freedom membership for a super low price, a great deal, financial,
8: intellectual property. You can see how a business might not want that information to go public and might think about paying. You know, we're seeing a substantial increase in what we call door knocking, basically Russian threat actors poking around, prodding firewalls. And, and you know, it's kind of like a, a thief walking around your house and, and lifting door uh, windows and, you know, looking for open doors. And if they find one, they're just going to come in. And if they don't find one, they're probably just going to break the glass and come in anyway. So, you know, I think my message today is, is, you know, if you own a business or you're a manager of a business – Please take the time to fully understand your cybersecurity plan or risk matrix. If you don't own a business, you need to be equally concerned as well, too. You know, if you're an individual, keep your, keep your software up to date. Any software that you touch, make sure that it's kept up to j- date. I like to check for updates almost weekly because updates patch vulnerabilities. You know, Use antivirus protection and firewalls. We've talked about that. Use strong passwords. You know, use a password management tool you know, use two-factor authentication. Learn about phishing scams. You know, there's a lot of just great material. If you just Google, you know, cybersecurity awareness that's it, free, That is it's just fantastic. You know, be very suspicious of emails, phone calls, and flyers that you might see. You know, ensure you're using your mobile device securely. Back your data up regularly. All these things we talk about, it is so much more important now than it ever has been, and this is a cyber war that we fight every day it's funny i come home and i sit down with my wife and i i say how, how to go with the office today and and you know i'm not in a bunker somewhere in yeah. ukraine but but it feels that way sometimes because we're fighting the same war cyber terrorists wow every single day and it's yeah
3: well i tell you what we're going to do um uh, wes hang on just a minute i to let you talk to elaine uh, i want to get you back on about eight twenty or so this morning because i want to dig deeper into this so uh this is huge and we need to talk more about it it's also on the same day, not by coincidence, National Pancake Day and Fat Tuesday. That's not a coincidence. where in Rima coming up next. I have to help these guys. I'm with him.
7: Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM one oh seven one.
3: I'm totally with Chip Roy. And and you know what? I'm getting a lot of emails, people saying, don't worry about it. Go to bed. No need to stay up. No need to work on sound clips. No need to talk about it tomorrow morning because it's all going to be a lie. So don't sweat it. That's what people are telling me. I like it. I approve. Yeah. I bet you do. <laughs> and thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Chris likes it too. You're welcome, Chris. Yeah. Oh, we'll have a few cuts tomorrow. But, I'm well, not... you know,
5: you get here. What? You know, you get up at midnight. You're here at 1 in the morning or whatever.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? thanks for laying my schedule out there yeah no problem <laughs> armed and dangerous by the way <laughs> when i the, do arrive that's true you know, i know this firsthand <laughs> that's right you know? so it is wearing rima and sean i heard from him uh yesterday just sent me a text said he's getting better day by day excellent next to be out pretty soon so i'll take it yeah whatever i can get good news hey it's amazing covid is gone look at that covid doesn't exist anymore well, it's a christmas miracle wow how did that happen right before the State of the Union address? The day before the State of the Union address. And uh, no more mask. And no more Vax mandate over at Google and other places. You were saying Amazon, you don't have to wear a mask at Amazon anymore. Right. Wow. In the warehouse. How did that happen all of a sudden? We don't have to social distance. That's great.
0: That crisis is on the back burner right now.
3: Yes, that's right. Oh, that's right. So it'll be back around November 9th, you thinking? I'm kind of thinking November ninth that it, it makes a roaring results, comeback,
0: yeah. huh? Depending on results. Yeah, right.
3: <laughs> so so you're,
5: you're suggesting the whole thing is on simmer right now?
3: Yes, okay. I, I'm not suggesting it. I'm saying, saying it or- that they have been bullcrapping us for two years on all this, right? That no, the virus is real, and people, you know, people got sick, and and some people. At a tougher time and others did die from it that happens with viruses by the way it's always happened in history but all this mandate crap whether it's a mass mandate the vax mandate and all that other stuff it was all political theater kabuki to control people politically there was no science in any of that
0: man-made just like the virus
3: man-made just like the virus that's right so it's all gone right now and uh it will be gone until november and then they'll come roaring back after the midterms, but they had to get rid of it before the State of the Union tonight, so that Joe could say, "I beat it. Look what happened here. There's no more virus. Everybody, everybody out there. Look, I'm looking at all the. It's good. He's going to say something about. This is my prediction. He's going to say something about seeing all those beautiful faces out there. Look, I can see all your beautiful faces. Watch. He'll say something like that. Yeah.
0: Anyway, then you'll have to drink.
3: <laughs> That's right. I'm not
5: wearing a mask, so I can sniff your hair.
3: These, these boys have created a drinking game for tonight. At every time we are, he talks about the previous administration or his predecessor. They're going to take a sip of something
5: if he mentions Trump by name. Oh my it's, God!
3: It's two. That's that's a yeah. bottle. Are you kidding? (laughs) Fire up the margarita machine. Yeah, That's a beer (laughs) bomb. That's a beer (laughs) bomb. Seriously. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, It's going to be
5: a fun show tomorrow uh, if that's the case. No,
3: no, no. I'm I'm telling you, I'm teetering on not watching for the first time, and I can't tell you how long. I was raised, of course, in a family where you did that, right? Mm, right. You, You lined up at the TV to watch three things. Number one was Billy Graham. Anytime he was on, we had a family TV night. Apollo. When they were launching Apollo, and number three was, any you know, any time the president spoke, you were there to hear what the president had to say. But I just don't care about this guy. I, I really think he's a liar. I think he's destroyed a lot of uh, of America at this point. He's working on destroying what's not already taken away from us. With with inflation and gas prices the way they are, and the things that he's doing, I don't support any of it. I think he's just going to lie through his teeth tonight. So, to me, it'd be a, hot, a huge waste of time to watch it or participate. I feel like Chip Roy does. I don't want to participate in the Kabuki anymore. But we'll have some, sa- we'll have a little bit of sound tomorrow, just more or less to mock it than anything else. That's <laughs> what.
2: <laughs> that's what i'm thinking
5: that's a joke that's the whole show tomorrow uh, you know mocking
3: the president. i do think that that's good okay. and tomorrow i want to talk a lot about the primaries today is primary yeah. day in addition to being i mentioned this earlier it's national pancake day and fat tuesday all on the same day that's not a coincidence no you know what i'm saying enough of the national pancakes and you're gonna get fat you're gonna have a fat tuesday wednesday thursday friday mm-hmm. so they, right. they belong together kind of go together uh, I do want to mention this real quick because this is really uh, soaring like crazy. The drive and ride to end hunger is, like, lit up right now. And if you can participate, we could use your help. So uh, Nancy Laris gave 25 Kenneth Rogers gave 100 He said, God bless, from Gonzales, Texas. Thank you, Kenneth. Uh, Dwayne Spinelli gave $50. So as of right now, we're at $6,640. Excellent. So. I'd like to see the ten grand number, which is thirty three hundred more mm-hmm. by the end of the week this week right. when we get to ready to wrap this up. So six thousand six hundred and forty is where we are now, and man, if you can get us to that number in any shape, form, or fashion, whether it's fifty, seventy five, one hundred, one dollar does seven meals for the San Antonio Food Bank, who serves ninety thousand meals, ninety thousand people a week in Bear County alone.
5: And that goal is very attainable too because I think was a Friday you wanted to have a thousand yeah. before the end of the show and you had it like within 90 minutes right yeah so it was, it's amazing yeah, people what just people pitched do. in and so you just go to the website yeah we've still got the link. Up there in the uh, yep. upper right hand corner. Click yep. that and just follow through with your donation. Yeah,
3: ktsa.com. And then there's a, you click on that link and there's a big red donate button. You can't miss it. Just hit that. It takes a couple of seconds to fill it out. But I mean, you know, $10, $20, whatever you can do makes the big difference in, in what we're trying to accomplish here by feeding. The most people we can right here in Bear County, and thank you very much for doing that.
5: Plus, you know, whenever another donation comes in, I it, Elaine sees it first, and it makes her smile. It does make her so smile. I can see her big, beautiful smile. So, would you
3: light up her smile this yeah. morning, please? Thank you very much because that's a good thing. That makes the world all better it when sure Elaine smiles. Uh, Ktsa dot com. Smash that red donate button, and thank you. So, Jacob, you're on Ktsa. Good morning, sir.
6: Morning, Trey. Uh, one
8: thing that would get me to watch tonight. If uh, the conservatives
4: and Republicans would uh, do, you remember when the guy stood
8: up during Obama and yelled, you lie? Uh And then Nancy, during Trump's speech, real dramatically
4: tore up his speech Mm -hmm. at the end. Yep. If they'd all stand up
8: and yell, you lie, and then wipe their backside with his speech,
6: I'd watch.
3: Well, they're not going to do that. Um, that you know, I it, it would be interesting to see something like that, but they're not they're not going to participate in something <laughs> like that. I think that you you I think what you're going to see, Jacob, unless I miss my bet on this, they're going to sit on their hands quite a lot. Um, and I, I think you're going to see more empty seats on the republic on the right hand side than the, the, than you've seen in the past. I really believe that. I think a lot of guys, not not a bunch, but I think there's going to be more than a handful. They're going to take the Chip Roy approach and just not go to this because they know what they're going to get. They're going to get fed a bunch of lies about what this guy has supposedly done that's good for this country, and I can't think of one thing, not even one. That's the first time I have said that about any president. I can't think of one thing, not one, that he has done. So there you go. Uh, That's been good for our country. Everything he has done has been a disaster, chaos. We have chaos reigning in the Ukraine right now, and a lot of it is linked back to his weakness, his feckless leading, and the fact that he is just lost. Biggest mistake this country ever made was him becoming uh, president. Anyway, the Russians have escalated their shelling over there, 40-mile-long convoy headed into the capital city, do you think we're being told everything that is right about this? you think we're being told the truth about this? As uh, uh, Don just told you a few minutes ago, Zelensky got a standing ovation for the European Parliament when he was gave a, a, a raised fist just a few minutes ago during a uh, Zoom call that he had with them. And they all stood up and cheered him like crazy. If anything, there's been a huge shift away from Vladimir Putin and toward uh zelensky uh his his ratings he was around 30% he was probably not going to get reelected and as of today his ratings, zelensky's 90 one percent more on that coming up 210-599-5555 jump in here anywhere you want love to have you on the show 210-599-5555 let me tell you about steven's roofing went by there yesterday as a matter of fact and steven's roofing is just awesome folks um they're here to take care of your family to cover your family with the best roof in the business they of course do composition roofs that's the the shingles And with the winter that we went through, with the freezing days and nights that we went through, that can be a problem. You get ice on your roof, and most of us did, right? It expands and contracts, and when it expands, it can actually separate those seams. Uh, on, on the, everywhere that you're talking about. And then you get water through the felt and water down on the base and into the house itself. And now you got a major problem. That's why you want a free roof inspection today from Stevens Roofing. And all you got to do is call them at 210 994. I love the fact they're local. I love the fact that they are a family. I know personally that they're reputable and reliable because not only have I used them in the past, but I hear from so many of you who have used Stevens Roofing as well and had a great experience. Stevens Roofing has your family covered, 210-785-0994. AccuWeather forecast: Nice day today. The warm sunshine has returned for the time being. Some clouds. Pleasant today. About seventy-one.
7: It's just and stay connected with News Talk five fifty KTSa and FM going to Zelensky
8: is uh, the lion of uh, Ukraine. He's the lion of Europe.
3: Dee Snyder from Twisted Sister tweeted yesterday hey man ukraine has been using our song and i'm good with it keep using it ukraine so they are all the troops are using this song as their rallying song all right uh 210 599 where and rhyme and sean is off um I just made a note to myself last night. I don't know. I don't know. I've just been doing this a long time. I get a gut feeling every once in a while. We're not being all, told the whole story or the whole truth about what's going on in Russia and Ukraine. I know what we're being told, but there's stuff that we're not being told, and, and uh, some of it's just uh, what we are being told. Some of it's just not true, I think. Um, as, as all wars go, I- at least in our modern times, all wars have been focused on oil. So I got that in the back of my head. You know, Russia oil. We're still buying a billion dollars between us and the UK, a billion dollars a day in in Russian oil. It, 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 for some reason, I just got a feeling about that. But anyway, uh, thank you to Rob Hankowski. Rob just gave $100, $100 to our uh, drive ride uh, End Hunger for the San Antonio Food Bank. So now we're up to $6,740. Thank you, Rob. And just go to KTSA.com. If you can give uh, whatever you can give, please do so. We're going to feed the maximum amount of people. We're wrapping up the food drive uh, this week, I believe, uh, by Saturday. It's, it's going to be over with. So we're up against the time wall now. So please help us out as much as you can. KTSA.com. Smash that red donate button. And thank you so much for helping out people in San Antonio. Nobody, no mom or dad should have to choose between keeping the lights on, the heat and the A.C. on, and feeding their baby. You know what I'm saying? that if we can come in and we can help feed the baby, then mom and dad don't have to do that, and and they can keep the lights on. Early voting, Democrats, 50,000 turned out. Republicans, 47,000 turned out, which is an improvement for Republicans because the last election, Republicans were about 10,000 behind Democrats in early voting. So, And and it usually goes that uh, Republicans really turn out on election day. And Democrats, they turn out, but not as many as Republicans on Election Day. So we'll see. I mean, you know, I'm just talking about Bear County. We'll see how this all plays out. But Texas is going first this time. Uh, 97,653 voted early. All 435 seats in the U.S. House of Representatives up. A third of the Senate is up today. Uh, Texas is one of 39 states with the gubernatorial elections this year. Now, regardless of what Rosanna Arquette said, this is not electing the governor. This is a a primary, what we call a primary. So uh, this is where the parties, people who sign up for this party or that party, will choose who they want to be on the November ballot. That's how this goes. Now, if there's a runoff, if nobody gets 50% or over 50% actually, then there's going to be a runoff in May, a special election in May. And I think that's going to happen. I think we're very close to that happening probably in the uh, Attorney General's race uh quite possibly on the democrat side with Quayar uh, and, and Cisneros and there might be a few others and and you wouldn't shock me or surprise me if if the gubernatorial race ended up in a runoff i know that's crazy to even or would have been crazy a few months ago to even think but i think there's a lot of republicans that are kind of uh wishy-washy right now on on Greg Abbott they're they're uh, not very happy with some of the things that he has done and the other guys performed very well on this show I will hand it to all of them, whether it was Huffines or West or Prather, when I had them on, they did extremely well. And the last time the governor was on, he clearly was shaken by, by what some of these guys are doing. So, um, I, I, you know, you're not going to shock me if tomorrow morning we wake up and there's uh, a number of runoffs. I think it will happen. I think that we will see a number of runoffs uh, beginning uh, tomorrow, and then we're going to have to go through the whole process all over again. This is not the November election okay let's be clear about that uh but this is your chance to let your voice be heard the polls are open as of right now all right so you can go to your polling place now how what do you do about that i mean can you go anywhere well it depends on where you are all right depends on your county and how it's all set up for the most part you can go almost to anywhere and vote in a precinct in this primary uh but i would check with uh, bear elections at bear.org and, uh, and find out exactly where you need to be. Uh, if you sign up and you vote in the Democrat primary or the Republican primary, you can't mix and match. You have to vote in whichever one. That's how the rules go. And then you're registered, in, you know, not, not registered as a, like a registered Republican, but in that primary for the entire year. But that does not mean when the general comes around in November, you have to stick with that. You can, uh, go either way. Right. So, you know, it's it's just based on uh, on you know which direction you want to go today, you just can't cross parties later on today. You will need a driver's license, an election identification certificate, any of these. You don't have to have them all, any of them. Personal ID card issued by DPS, your handgun license, military identification card, citizenship certificate, or your passport. Any of those going to be just fine if you don't have any of those a reasonable impediment declaration will be signed by you at the polling place copy of a utility bill a bank statement government check paycheck anything like that will do until you can provide a picture ID to pro- id to prove who you are and that's the way it should be uh voter id is a great thing all right quick break for the bottom of the hour news 210 599 55 DKTSA and fm 1071 Bye. 737, it's Where and Rhyma, KTSA. And I heard from Sean last night. He's getting a little bit better and a little bit better every day, so he'll be back soon, I'm confident. 210-599-5555. So, what you thinking about all this mask and vax mandate business now that COVID seems to be gone? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm a wee bit cynical about a lot of things. And about this, I'm a whole lot cynical. You tell me what you think, uh, 210-599-5555. All of a sudden, you don't have to wear a mask anywhere anymore. The masks are gone. On the day of the State of the Union, companies like Google and Amazon, don't, don't, don't no more, no more masks, you don't have to wear a mask. It's all good now because the COVID's is gone. There's no more COVID in the air. Remember the days of, of Walmart when you uh, you had the little sign on the on the floor and you had to walk in the way that they told you to walk. Go this way, go that way. Because if you go the other way, if you go if you go the wrong direction, you're gonna get to COVID. <laughs> do, do, do you not feel just a little bit like taken? I, I feel very vindicated, like knew all along that this was a bunch of crap. The mandates, the masking, social distancing, which is something I really like, not because of COVID, but I just don't want like people in a personal space, you know what I mean? But you no, know, Google's oh, it's, Google's it's, done with the vax mandate. Everybody's done with the mask. Everybody's done with the vax. Angelica, go right ahead. You're on KTSA. Can you hear me, Angelica? I can now. Yeah, go right ahead. You're on the P100 air.
9: P100 masks will do viruses. N95. If you look at the pore size, you will see viruses can get through. Yet the bacteria in your mouth do not go
2: through. That's right.
9: Perhaps a lot of the people who supposedly had Corona 19 really had various types of pneumonia. That's right. From the From
3: their from themselves. They gave themselves pneumonia, (laughs) you know.
9: But but, The the second thing I wanted to bring up, it's very interesting. This is being dropped, and now we have so-called a new enemy. Right. The situation in Russia, which is sad, of course. But if we look at it, they're having a, I would say it's an overt attack. This country is having a covert attack. Correct. I just came back from a trip cost me $160, which is a lot of money for somebody who completely retired, go across the country. Coming back three and a half weeks later, it was over 200 Our attack is a quiet attack, but it's an attack we need to open up the reserves and what's going on in Texas and be as strong as the Ukrainians in saying, no, we have our gas, we can help ourselves and a good part of the world and we are being attacked because people are not going to be able to afford to go to the grocer. I went yesterday to Sprouts, and the prices are not 2% higher. They are a good 20% higher. Mm-hmm. Many vegetables that were 199 are now $249. The bunches are smaller. If you look at everything, popcorn in a bag at Trader Joe's was 199 Now it's $249. Not blaming the grocers, but we are under attack. We need to be as proud and strong and have leaders on the local and the state levels that will stand up like that wonderful leader in the Ukraine.
3: Thank you, Angelica. I appreciate your time this morning. Um, Exactly right. And so when you look at this, too, uh, it's going to be local. You can't depend on D.C. to win this battle for you. D.C. is not interested in winning this battle for you, nor am I interested in D.C. winning the battle. She's right. It's got to be local. John, you're on KTSA. Go right ahead,
0: man. Trey, and I've been emailing uh, Metro Health. The CDC didn't change any of their scientific findings. They changed their methodology. So, what I would love to see is any elected leader that relied on the CDC, like Nuremberg, like Dr. Wu at Metro Health, I want to hear them acknowledge that the CDC's methodology prior to Friday was wrong.
3: They won't. I agree with you, John, but they will not admit that they were absolutely wrong. And I'll tell you how I know that. Don and I were talking about this off the air this morning. When this thing began, you know, we were all concerned because we didn't know what it was. And and we, we had no idea where this was going. And every day for the first two months, I would pull up that dashboard that the county was doing and the city and the county together. And we got into it by about three weeks. And I realized... They were tinkering with the numbers, man. They were messing around. And they would anything that would make their case, they would make really huge on the website. And anything that went against their case, they would shrink down really tiny on the website. And then I started to look at the methodology and realized they were screwing around with that. And I told Sean one morning, we were live on the air. He was at his house and I was at mine. And I said to him, I'm not looking at this thing anymore because they are manipulating these numbers to sell this thing and to sell their power and their control over for people and i stopped even going to it i just as of that morning i never looked at that dashboard again it to me it was all fake and phony from the get-go man
0: well and trey since today is election day yep i would just like to remind everyone that of all the people running for governor only one of them has ever imposed a mask mandate have a good day all sir. all right
3: man thank you john appreciate it 210 599 a lot of people feel that way too a lot of people feel like john does hey dan you're on ktsa good morning to you sir
0: good morning sir Hey, I said from the get-go in January of 2020, this was never about the virus. I looked at the history and realized that it was all about power and control. Because 12 years prior to this, we had five pandemics, two outbreaks. We all got through it with no government control.
3: Million percent, man. This was two years about control and politics and not science. Uh, Some of these guys, I I think, uh, like a Fauci and those guys, uh, not only should they be fired, but they ought to be hiring defense attorneys because of what they did to the American people as far as control and politics. And, And quite frankly, Dan, what a lot of American people did to themselves, a lot of people are to blame for this because they bought off on it on purpose.
0: Oh, yeah. You, you had the sheep factor. Yeah. They were so paranoid. They were so afraid because of all the lies that they were told that they brought into that they they tortured their kids with these stupid, with the, making them wear a mask. That's the when most criminal the part of it. Once, yeah. When kids were the most least likely to get it yeah. and spread it. And it was nothing more than a flu.
2: Yeah.
0: An upper respiratory flu. And the Omicron is definitely more than a glorified cold. That's that's And the science says that.
3: Yeah. I appreciate it, Dan. Thank you. 210-599-5555. I, I think the the kid masking in school thing, the, the, the kid masking thing, period, is the most criminal of everything that happened in the past two years. With everything that went on. And the vax mandates that now suddenly, all of a sudden, it's okay. You can come to work without a vax and without a mask. All of a sudden. And some of the farthest left organizations, like an Amazon, you don't get any farther left than them. You don't get any farther left than Google. You suddenly don't have to wear a mask. You suddenly don't have to be vaxed. All of a sudden, COVID has disappeared. It just doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, all that tells me is that that was a line of crap for two years. But when it comes to masking these kids up, when it comes to pulling them out of school, you know, shutting down the schools, when it comes to, well, how about the elites, you know, walking around without a mask while their servants are bringing in their champagne on a tray with a mask on. The SAG Awards, two nights ago, there's all kinds of pictures with those so-called celebrities from Hollywood running around without masks on and their servants walking around with their masks on, bringing their champagne to them. You knew then, the first time you saw that, you know, when you saw Newsom out at the French, what they call it, French Laundry, having dinner with no mask on, laughing it up, When you saw Pelosi go get her hair done without a mask on, you you knew what was going on. Everybody did. But they continued to sell it as something that was going to kill you. And what was so criminal about how they treated the kids was they were telling kids, honey, little little, tiny kids, three, four, five years old, keep your mask on, baby, or you're going to be killing your mom and dad when you get home. You're going to kill somebody with the virus. You want to screw up a kid's head? You tell him taking the mask off is going to be killing people. And and by the way, early on in this deal, Ron Nirenberg said the same thing. You'll be killing people if you take your mask off. How criminal those kind of comments, man! It's just unbelievable. And now it's like it never happened. We're supposed to expect. We're we're supposed to act like it never happened. Well, I have a very long memory. How about you? And today is the day to overwhelm the polls, let your voice be heard, and then in November, big time, big time. All right, you can tell me what you think, Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Are you going to continue masking and all that, vaccine, vaccine mandates? What's your position now? That the government, the CDC, and, and of course, these bigger corporations, you don't have to have a vax mandate, you don't have to a mask. No, no, it's all over We Take your mask off right here before the State of the Union. And midterms, too. What's your head like today on all that? 210 I'll tell you what uh, is a great idea. Going over to primo primoprocessing.com, primo-processing, dash primo-processing.com, or hit Google with Primo Processing, and uh, it'll come up. And ordering some of their USDA approved and great top of the line meats. Oh, so good. I've had them. And they got some great snack sticks and stuff like that that you can put in a bag, take to work with you, or take to the ballpark with you, or whatever. But they also have some fantastic burgers and steaks and things like that you can throw on the grill. And love it, love it, love it. All top of the line, all great chow. You've heard me talk about Primo Processing before, being the cleanest and most well-run processing plant I've ever been around. And by the way, if you still got that deer in the freezer and you need to have it processed, you can take it to Primo, Highway 90 out in Hondo, or log on to their website, primo-processing.com, and get your order in today. Kind of dangerous with everything going on in the world. Uh, Then wear a mask. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to wear a mask, if you want to put 47 shots in your body of Moderna, I really don't care what you do. If you want to eat your Brussels sprouts tonight because it's healthy, I don't really care.
0: How many masks prevent uh, (laughs) radioactive material from...
3: Zero. Zero. got to have one of them hazmat suits for that. No, seriously, really. I I saw a sign yesterday. A a, a protest against dropping the the mask mandates. And, And a woman is standing there god bless her stupidity she's standing there with a sign that says bring back the the mask mandate and she's not wearing a mask hun you wear one if you want to i don't care wear 27 of them it doesn't matter to me but how in the world can you stand there with a sign that says bring back the vac- the mas- mask mandate and you're not wearing a mask yourself that's 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 lunacy idiocy and the whole thing was guys all the mandates were lunacy an idiocy. Debbie, go right ahead. Good morning to you.
1: Hey, good morning. Good shows as always. Well, first, I want to remind people who want to wear a mask. There are many people in San Antonio, Texas, and America that wear masks all the time for religious reasons, and no one has ever made them take them off. No. So, if you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. I'm highly allergic to molds. I went out to do yard. Clean up some of the frozen stuff in my yard. I put one of those cheap blue and white masks on my face. I put two layers of cloth masks above that to keep that dirt and stuff out. My mask that was against my face was full of dirt. If people ever thought they worked, I could show you that, that it didn't work. And I was going to say, today is election day. We had election day last year in San Antonio, Eighty seven percent of San Antonio sheep decided they didn't want to remake San Antonio. They were going to let us remain a big Democrat city and they helped us become a little bit more socialist. And you brought up Ron and masks. Remember today that uh, the county judge is up for election also. He stood there with Ron and made masks come on. And a man mentioned the governor. Even though we did, the governor had a mandate that kind of came down from the cowards in DC that are making sheep here. And as quick as he could, he took that back off. And so we know that Governor Abbott's fighting for Texas. So I just hope people do whatever their homework is. And most important, I think the military has and California have messed a lot of people. Um, my husband and I both had COVID. We've had the antibody test. We have antibodies. Um, we have part shots, at least one of us does. And we have a son who has a child, a new baby who won't even let us see the baby because we haven't had three shots, but they're going to put that baby on an airplane full of people who were coming across the border
3: completely. That, that, that does happen. Debbie, I've I, I got to run. Pete, if you'll hold your line, I'll get to you after the top of the hour. And next hour as well, I'll be taking your calls and your best pitch for whoever you're going to be voting for today. All right? Love to hear that. Gary Shainer, $50 to the San Antonio Food Bank. Gary, I'll call you
7: back. I have to help these guys.
3: where in RIMA,
7: 7 till 9, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071.
3: Straight, we're here. Heard from Sean yesterday. He texted me and said he's getting better day by day, so he'll be back here soon. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Let me just give you the lay of the land on uh, on what we're going to do this half hour. Um, West Bunch was on earlier today. We do a thing called uh, Cyber Tuesday and um, Tech Tuesday, actually. And this morning it was about what's happening in Ukraine and what you need to be doing with your business and yourself to protect yourself against cyber attacks. Um, he made the point, and I think it's a valid point. We're, we're looking at this and we're saying it's way on that side of the globe. It's way away from me. I have nothing to do with it. I'm not connected with it. But they have seen an incredible increase in the past two weeks of cyber attacks on businesses here and on people here. So what do you need to do and how do you protect yourself? We're going to talk about that coming up here this half hour uh, after the break. Right now, though, I'm curious what you're thinking about these images that are coming out of Ukraine and what you're seeing play out on our television screens right now with what seems to be an escalation from vladimir putin where it now appears he's gone full-scale scorched earth uh, using these uh, thermobaric bombs apparently allegedly that's what the ambassador from ukraine is now saying to the world now we we know that a weird looking rocket launcher was taken into Ukraine a few days ago. We saw the images of that, the pictures of that, supposedly there to launch that kind of bomb. And the ambassador out of Ukraine has been saying that's what he has been using in some of these cities. And that's a uh, I looked it up, did a little study on it. it it's quite it's not nuclear, but it is quite uh devastating in what it does it just pulverizes turns everything in its path into dust buildings human beings everything is turned to dust it lasts longer than a bomb does a bomb burst boom and it's over with you know Uh, this thing goes boom and it sticks for a while before it's done exploding so it it would be a definite escalation if he's using and and it's a by the way it's a vacuum bomb they call it a vacuum bomb and it sucks all the oxygen out uses that oxygen for its power and energy and that's why it just pulverizes everything in its wake so you got that uh, apparently according to the images we're seeing on tv it's attacking uh, attacking innocent civilians um the guys who were there on the ground who are reporting whether it is fox news on one side and cnn on the other side are saying okay so here's the deal this is what we're seeing and we're showing you these images with our cameras and and uh uh, these are schools, or these are apartment buildings, or these are businesses that are being attacked right now. And, and basically, yesterday in one of the cities, was almost like a carpet bombing type situation where it was just boom, 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 one after the other, uh, going after whatever was in the way and seemingly not caring about civilians, not caring about little children and not caring about moms with those little children or anything else, just going after whoever is, is in the way. Uh, What do you think about that, first of all? And second of all, and this is just unbelievable to me, but there are members in Congress like this, Adam Kinzinger, who's been against Trump and everything else, that are now saying we should be involved in this. In fact, Piers Morgan wrote a piece saying, hey, look, we can't sit by, or Western democracies can't sit by and allow this to happen. We should go. Send troops, meaning. There are those in our own Congress who are agreeing with Zelensky, President Zelensky, and wanting a no-fly zone over his country enforced by us. Now, what that means is if there's a no-fly zone and we're the ones enforcing it, we're at war with Russia. World War III then begins at that point because as we're fighting Russian airplanes overhead – and blowing them out of the sky, that puts us in a war directly with Russia. And right now, it's been a war that we have been on one side, Russia's been on the other side, but we have been using sanctions and have been providing munitions to the Ukrainians. That would be an incredible escalation, and and quite frankly, into World War III. So I'm curious if you agree with those folks who say, you know, we need to get involved in this because we're seeing these horrific images. We're seeing the bravery of the people who are there. We're seeing them fight every day, the the Ukrainians. And now you see the escalation of what we're being told is a 40-mile stretch, 40-mile long stretch of tanks, armored personnel carrier, and carriers too. Uh, and then, you, of course, you're saying, yes, the, the whole thing. Thank you, Elaine. Uh, you know, on the, the emotional side of this, you're seeing people – crying, saying goodbye to their families as more than 500,000, more than half a million. And I I said early on this was going to be probably the worst refugee humanitarian crisis that we have ever seen. And it's playing out to be that way as 500,000 have left Ukraine and gone into Poland and uh, other places, other countries in that area looking for security and safety. And as I said early on, uh, what are we going to do here? Are we going to accept these folks like we took in all the Afghans are we going to take in now uh, uh, Ukrainians here in the United States? And apparently, yes, because uh, President Biden has dispatched people from our own border to go there to do uh, the paperwork that needs to be done to get them here. So that's kind of the lay of the land on that. But apparently all that talk that we heard early on about cyber attacks being a real issue and that we'd be facing cyber attacks – apparently at least some of that is turning out to be real because Wes Bunch from Bridgehead IT has been telling me this morning that they're seeing uh, an incredible increase in the activity On cyber attacks on everyday americans but also businesses and that you need to be aware of how to protect yourself and protect your business so he's going to join me in the next segment and we'll talk about that and then coming up later in the hour since it is primary day here in texas and it's awesome that we get to go first but primary day here in texas um, you may want to put in a last-minute zing for somebody that you're going to vote for, and I'm curious to hear your feedback on that as well and who you think is uh, is your pick for this. 210-599-5555. We'll do that later on in the hour as we move forward this morning. Warm sunshine on National Pancake Day and Fat Tuesday on the same day. That just makes common sense to me. Let me tell you about my friends over at Wagner Hole at Custom Homes because this is your year. This is your time. If you've ever wanted to build your own home, a home the way that you want it built, the amenities that you want in that home, the structure the way that you want it done, then Wagner-Holick is your company to get all that done. They don't come in with a preconceived notion, not even one. They don't come in with a floor plan that worked for the Joneses, and they're going to try to sell it to you. That's not what they do at Wagner-Holick. They come in with an empty uh, pad and, and some paper and some markers, and they sit down with you, and they start drawing up ideas, and they listen to you, and then they go back, And they put that plan together on building your ultimate custom home. They bring your vision to life at Wagner Holick with a commitment to excellence and detail in every little thing that they do at Wagner Hall at Custom Homes. You're going to be very happy with the finished product. Your home is going to be your dream home. Finally, your dream home from Wagner Hall at Custom Homes. Give them a call today. Schedule that first discovery appointment. Not going to cost you anything to sit down with them at 210 VSA
7: And FM 1071. You show us everything
3: Us we'll you crazy. Never gets old, does it? That never gets old, man. <laughs> Love it. Sunshine right now, warm. going to be a good day to be outside. If you can be outside after the very cold temperatures we've had. Trey Ware, KTSA. It's Ware and Rima. Sean's off today. Be back soon. So we were talking with West Bunch. It was Tech Tuesday this morning, and we were talking about the cyber attacks. Because we've heard all this talk about Ukraine and and the possibility that Uh, Vladimir Putin was going to ramp up cyber attacks against people here in the United States, right? Uh, And I've mentioned before that I I really believe future war is going to be fought on a keyboard and not with guys lining up with bullets. We're not saying that now, obviously, but that is a component, a very important component that they apparently are using in some parts of the world and possibly right here in the United States. And, Wes, you were telling me earlier today you've seen an increase in the past couple of weeks, uh, a serious increase, in the number of cyber uh, attempts, uh, cyber attack attempts, right?
8: Yeah, that's correct. You know, we've seen an increase not only in the number, but we've seen an increase in the complexity as well. Too, um, these are these are not amateurs, right? These are these are clearly uh, Russian sourced, and uh, these are these are sharp these are sharp guys, right? These are these are very complex attacks. You know, ransomware in itself is complex, but this is a complex ransomware, which makes it even more difficult. And yeah, the numbers have increased, you know, threefold. And um, so so again, you
3: can, can tell though, that they're coming from Russia? We can. Yeah. Wow.
8: Yeah. But we can, we can tell that uh, through a lot of means. We can see generally where they're sourced from, but we can even see when we reverse engineer the code that they use for this we can see that it's all written in russian as well too a lot of the times there's comments in there about you know hey this is this is who we are this is where we're from and and i mean they, they don't really do much to hide it quite frankly so
3: so they're out and open about we are in a cyber war as well they're, they're they don't they they don't want they're not trying to keep you from knowing this uh the, the attacks are real and it's coming from vladimir putin or his people right
8: they haven't called out Vlad specifically, and they haven't used the word war, but it's clearly coming from their people. And, and it, again, it's clearly targeted, targeted at U.S. companies, targeted at U.S. individuals. And, uh, you know, and, and just by the nature of what it does, it just cripples a business. It just cripples uh, an individual's identity and their ability to function. Um, that's, you know, that's pretty close to war, if you ask me.
3: Yeah. So how are they doing it, and, and what specifically – what kinds of things are they doing?
8: Well, uh, again, for a business, it's it's ransomware. For an individual, it's usually information theft. And the key is, is that, and, and this is the part that makes it so difficult, is they're very good at flying under radar. They're very good at getting into your computer, if you're an individual, or very good at, get, at getting into your systems and being there for a very long time undetected. They sit on your network or they sit on their computer, and they watch what you do. They watch where you save your important files. They watch how you back up your data. They watch how you speak and who you speak to, and they watch when you send emails, and they basically learn all this behavioral data, and that is how they basically take that data and they use that against you. They will steal your passwords and log into your banking uh, platform and maybe send money somewhere. They, they might just simply log into your you know, your social media accounts and, and hold them hostage, or they may encrypt your data, or they may you know destroy your backups first. We see that a lot in companies. They go and they, they scram the backup system, and you know everyone's paying attention to the primary system, and they scram the backup system, and then two days later they go and attack the production system. Well, let's talk about individuals for
3: a second. Let's, let's talk about individuals for a second, not businesses, because somebody here in, in San Antonio is probably wondering, why would I be a target? You know, that that's going on in the Ukraine. What does a Russian hacker care about me? I'm just getting up every morning trying to put, you know, food on the table.
8: Well you you're you're one of two things one is is you probably you may have access to sensitive information because of where you work that's of interest to them uh you you probably have money right you probably have money and they they need money right now despite what they're saying they need money and you might be willing to pay a few hundred dollars to get your identity back or you might be willing to pay a few hundred dollars to get back into your facebook account or something on those lines we see people doing that all the time let me tell you it adds up individually you know you do that across a few hundred thousand people and that's that's some coin
3: well and not only that but i would think that the information war is important to them as well trying to win over hearts and minds to their side and not doing it honestly with real information but getting into somebody's head hacking into humans is a new term that i just have am learning about and um and and really uh bringing them to their side
8: well and if you have a technical bomb planted in individuals, computers, millions of them, and in businesses as well, too. If you wanted to really hurt the United States, you flip that switch and businesses are offline, individuals are offline, what's left?
3: Okay, now I want to talk about uh, critical infrastructure, and then we'll get to businesses. Critical infrastructure, lights, you know, all those kind of things, power companies, power grid. Um, I've been saying for years that if somebody wanted to hit us and hit us hard, they'd turn off the power grid in one or two cities that would get our attention
8: well it would get our attention we got a glimpse of that in may of last year with the colonial pipeline right that's the kind of thing that that can happen and again it's it's from an it guy's perspective it's not you know those energy companies critical life safety systems hospitals um if they're not careful and they're not doing their job their it security teams are not doing their jobs properly Yes, the flip of a switch can take that stuff down. And by the way, you, know, you, you mentioned a couple of days. It's not hard to turn that into a couple of weeks.
2: Okay, it so really
8: how
3: secure is the critical infrastructure in the country as far as you're concerned?
8: Um, from my perspective, I'd give it a 6.5 out of 10. Mm, oh, wow.
3: <laughs> that's, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good number.
8: No, no, it's not, and and it's it's primarily because it it doesn't get the attention it deserves, wow. and and I'm, what I'm afraid of is it's going to take an event like that, yeah, to get to that point. Yeah. And that's what we want to avoid because if, if it's not hard. It's not hard. It just takes intentionality and discipline and a lot of work right. to protect our systems, but we just have to be focused on it. All right, let's talk about
3: – let's let's roll it all into one. Businesses, individuals, critical infrastructure, what do they need to do? What are the steps they should be taking
8: right now? Uh, first off, just understanding your risk. I, I think that just taking time to think about it. You know, individuals, it's amazing how many individuals and businesses, critical infrastructure – groups don't take the time to understand how am I vulnerable, where am I vulnerable, what do I need to be doing? That's the simple question that you just ask. What, you know, what do we need to be doing? Just start there. There's so much great information out on Google alone, you know, where you can, you can find that information. Uh, things we talked about this morning, software, keeping software up to date. I don't care what software you use, if it's Microsoft office or, you know, an Apple operating system or QuickBooks with most of us use some type of software every day keep that software up to date vulnerable software is a huge portal for these guys to wedge their way in um just general password safety we talked about multi-factor authentication if you have a password on something check to see if multi-factor authentication is available if it is turn it on i mean multi-factor authentication should be on everything
3: do do you like these password generators too by the way instead of your own
8: um, I, I do. I like password managers. Yeah, I, I think okay. they're I think they're very safe. I used to not like them because the software behind them wasn't secure. That is not the case today. Password managers are very smart, and and people uh, just just don't protect password very very passwords very well, and that software really really helps out. I, I would much rather see multi-factor authentication with a simple password than a complex. Managed password without multi-factor authentication, but, but it'd be better, it'd be best to see both. So password managers and multi-factor, that's like pie in the sky. You do that and the likelihood of you having a problem is near zero at that point.
3: Gotta let you go, man. As always, folks, you can reach out to him at bridgeheadit.com, bridgeheadit.com and thank you, Wes, for all the info. And as this develops, we of course will be in touch. We'll continue to talk, man.
8: Good stuff. Have a good day, Trey. You Thanks. too.
3: West Bunch, Bridgehead IT. Hey, I want to tell you about our friends at Alamo Water Softeners. I was our first customer back in 2009. I think they're great folks. And, of course, they've got the highest quality of water treatment systems available. And right now, when you purchase a select top-of-the-line water softener, a plus-one filter, and a reverse osmosis system, you're going to get a free standard gas or electric water heater while supplies last for you and your family. You know, Alamo Water Softeners has the premier whole-home water treatment bundles for you. What I'd like for you to do today is make an online appointment with one of Alamo Water Softeners Whole Home Specialists and get a free water analysis and recommendations that are customized specifically for your home. There's no cookie-cutter situations over at Alamo Water Softeners. Now is your time. Take advantage of great bundle pricing on Alamo Water Softeners. High-efficiency, advanced technology with complete whole-home coverage and 0% interest, same as cash for two years with approved credit, all from Alamo Water Softeners, providing the best value for the highest quality water treatment. Alamo. San Antonio's
7: News Traffic and Weather Station. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071.
1: I went off script a little bit.
7: <laughs> okay, we're going to talk about hey
3: Come on, skip it We're going to talk about that in a second. But Alamo uh, so, Heights High School this morning, they had uh, some sort of rumored type threat over social media or something, apparently. And so, out of an abundance of caution, they're going to start school at 9:45, right? And they've got, they've already had the dogs that have been going through in and out of Alamo Heights uh, High School, checking it out, making sure everything is is good. And it appears to be. I don't know, but it appears to be. Right. And 9:45 uh, is when they plan on starting. That's what
5: I'm hearing. It not confirmed. Yeah, but, but I'm, you know, that's what I'm hearing as well. Right, so.
3: right. I, I'm seeing some reports, and yeah. uh, it's just been unusual because there was police activity in that area and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So, right. um, Jill Biden, Doctor Jill Biden, introduced Kamala, mm-hmm. and uh, she said, "Ladies and gentlemen, here's the president." <laughs> What is their obsession with calling Kamala the the president? Joe does it all the time. Now his wife, Jill, is doing it. What's up with that? Why? I have no idea. What's the obsession with calling her the president of the United States? I mean, you know, are they? is this wishful thinking on their behalf? Well, I mean, you know,
5: <laughs> perhaps if things were going better, he would take responsibility. Right, but, that know. might
3: be it, you know?
5: <laughs> you know, if we were going gangbusters yeah. over here, would be like, yeah, this is all me. And
3: then Kamala gets up to the microphone. This is great. This is great stuff. They're, they're, it's Black History Month, and they're doing the Black History Month thing, right? Mm-hmm. She says, as we all know, elections matter. And when folks vote, they order what they want, and in this case, they got what they asked for. So you asked for inflation, you got inflation. I'm adding that part. Oh, okay. You asked for high <laughs> gas
8: gas prices, you got that. You
3: didn't think Kamala was going to say that, did you? Well, well maybe. You know, hey, if, She's got she, a lot she, of air up there. She said she was going off script. That's so. right, yeah. <laughs> she, you got chaos worldwide, you got empty shelves, that's all the stuff you voted for. But the best part, the creme de la creme, once again, here comes Joe. Shuffle. shuffling Joe. He gets up there to say hello, and he wants to talk about his United States ambassador, uh, the United States ambassador to the United Nations. So he introduces her. Uh, Right over here is uh, my ambassador to the United Nations. Now, her name is Linda Thomas Greenfield. That's her name. But Joe yesterday said, and uh, I want you to meet my great friend, the United States ambassador to the United Nations, uh, Linda Greenhouse. (laughs) Linda Greenhouse. Linda Greenhouse, yes.
5: I bet the boys at the office had fun with that this morning. Well,
3: that's a little close. That's close, isn't it? Yeah, it works. It's Greenhouse. Your name's Greenfield, but we'll go with Greenhouse today, Mr. President. You are the president. I don't care what you call her, whatever you want to call her. Heather Haverleski is 51 years old. Heather has a new book out called forever land on the divine tedium of marriage the divine tedium of marriage she'd been married for 16 years now she was the advice columnist in new york magazine called ask polly she would answer questions and uh, a guy by the name of bill reached out to her in 2006 and said hey you got a really great column that's awesome so they ended up striking up a relationship and they ended up getting married so they been married for all those years And she says the union is constant work. She says uh, we always, in our culture, love to tell stories about how we fall in love and we love each other and it's all lovey-dovey. But you know what? Marriage stinks. And she's written a book about how marriage stinks. She's been married for 16 years. They're calling it a refreshing antidote to the carefully curated glimpses of people's lives that you see on Instagram and Twitter where everything is serene and lovely and calm and perfect. Isn't that true? Social media, everything's perfect. Even the steak that you cook tonight, you don't get it right every time. But on Instagram you do, right? right. So your marriage is perfect. Nobody ever sees the cracks and the fights and the the bad stuff that goes on. She calls her husband in the book a pointy-legged Lego brick underfoot. He's a smelly heap of laundry and a snoring heap of meat. (laughs) Have you ever been called that by your wife? i don't snore so <laughs> sure you don't what what's the worst <laughs> no. thing she's ever called you oh man
5: <laughs> i get yankee quite a bit yankee yeah, yeah that's i guess that's good's that's, that's the most low blow you know, you could that's a low blow
3: for folks down this way didn't so, i tell you that this you know,
5: morning cut me off at yankee happens every time yeah,
3: yeah so he walked in this morning and he's always got the weather forecast for me so he brings it in this morning and uh and I said gracias, and he said, "Well, you're welcome." And he walked out. I said, "No, no, no! You don't understand where you are. Donada's the answer." He goes, "Donada." <laughs> True. Yeah. And I said, "Where you live, you're still a Yankee. You're just yeah. you're, you're north of you're north of here. You're mm-hmm. north anywhere north of Eisenhower Road. You're a Yankee. Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, Britney Spears is nude again." Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, the uh, Instagram it, thing. Is this supposed to be, you know, like a news flash or something? A uh, flash, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no news involved. Uh, y- you know, this is the nudest she's been on uh, social media. Right. And all the nudity she's been doing this year. Mm-hmm. This is the nudest she's, I mean, totally nude on a beach. She completely t- Naked, naked. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she was wearing a pair of, like, panties or I got, uh, bikini bottoms. Right. And didn't have a top on and was covering, you know... A couple of things up here. Right. And uh, uh, Dancing Around to Wicked Game by Chris Isaac, which we all remember that video. Yeah. What was her name? Sure uh Oh, I know some. who you're talking I can see her face. Yeah, yeah. Christine Turlickson or something. Like that. Anyway, um, we remember the video. Right. So she was kind of doing that, but then she took it all off and was frolicking in the water with nothing on enjoying wow. i guess her end of conservativeship or whatever she's not conservative anymore <laughs> that's not conservative <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> nothing conservative about that look what well, i want to know is who's taking
5: all these videos and photographs her boyfriend oh okay yeah that got, i thought got, she had like, like somebody no you know they have their their people that they their entourage no you're the one that takes nude photos of me
3: yeah no no that's miley she's got it yeah she's got okay. official people who do that for miley right. uh, what is his name uh, sam Escari. Uh, they're, they're like fiance for the moment, right? And uh, they've been, you know, all over the world taking vacations, living on vacations, since she right. is, is out from underneath her daddy's whatever it was. Well, thumb. she can spend
5: that money now. Yeah, well,
3: boy, is she! Yeah. And make not it a- on
5: not on clothes, obviously.
3: <laughs> She's not buying any clothes, yeah. <laughs> but she is on vacation a lot these days. And yeah,
5: so-, so someone mentioned that to me yesterday. Said, Did you see? They said, "Did you see Brittany's post on
3: Instagram?" Oh, yeah. I'm like
5: Brittany, who? Yeah. yeah. Well, see, <laughs> yeah. that's that's hey, what we have. I, I know like three la- ladies named Brittany, well, so I, I have to go and. and- find out who he's talking about
3: isn't it interesting though that when they become irrelevant this is how they get relevant again yeah right right and do you see any guys doing this not yet well you know give them time right
5: i mean when do the ratings come out
3: <laughs> no, nobody's talking about Clint Eastwood yeah, these days. Yeah, maybe true. maybe he'll be yeah. on the beach soon. Just ninety year old ass out there <laughs> rolling around nude oh. on the beach. You feel lucky, punk? Uh, not today. <laughs> <laughs> All right, eight forty four now. It's wearing Ryma Sean's off. He is getting better though. So soon. Uh, I want to tell you about my friends over at Church Funeral Home. You know, I talk a lot about the current today you know if you need a, a, a funeral planner the, this is a great great organization they're family and so that makes all the difference to me locally owned family owned uh, that's important to me but also at shirts funeral home it's really about uh pre, pre-planning and pre-need too uh, making sure you have a plan in place that somebody on the day that it needs to be carried out knows what that plan is and can carry that plan out for you and make sure it's done exactly how you want it done. And that's what Schertz Funeral Home is all about. And people have said to me in the past, well, how do I know Schertz Funeral Home is gonna be around to execute that and all that? Well, they'll explain all that to you, but it, there's a guarantee that it's going to be done the way you want it done. Schertz Funeral Home's not going anywhere. Great, great family that is here to take care of San Antonio and South Texas families, like they've been doing since the early nineteen nineties when they opened their doors and they were one of my first sponsors and I really appreciate them being around. I, I hope that you'll check into it and sit down with them and talk with them about pre planning and pre need. It's a smart thing to do. And funeral home is here for your family. At 210 65